0: Welcome to the Well-Designed Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Healy, and together with my friend and co-host, Kyle Wood, we'll share how we're integrating human design into our own lives. We're both entrepreneurs in the wellness space, navigating running our own businesses while being present in our personal lives, all without burning out in the process. In this episode, we'll include plenty of practical tools to get you unstuck and feel more in flow. Let's get started.
1: Welcome, everyone, to our first episode of the Well Designed Podcast. We are going to kick things off here in a minute with my co-host, Brandy, uh, and we're going to try something out. We're going to introduce each other, and then we're going to share a bit about why this podcast even exists and why we think you should listen to it. Hi, Brandy.
0: Hi, Kyle. How are you? Good. Excited. So
1: um, we were just talking about our accents, so we've got two two accents here there's one accent is my accent which is no accent
0: and the other accent (laughs) is my accent which is also no accent so depending depending on where you're coming from either i have the accent or kyle has the accent
1: i'm i'm pretty aware of my accent though like i can hear it and i don't know if that's just growing up in australia where we had like so much American television, like everything we watch, especially my generation on TV was American pretty much. So I I don't know, can you can you hear like your accent when you speak?
0: I think I hear it more when I speak to other people from whether it's other parts of the country or you know, obviously from Uh, other countries. I think I hear it more in contrast than I do, you know, when I'm speaking to, you know, my family and friends but certainly I hear it when you uh, repeat it back <laughs> to me. It is, it is loud and clear.
1: <laughs> Just channel my um, my grandpa, who uh, was from Pittsburgh originally, um, and all of his funny sayings like, Lordy, 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 lordy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so let's uh, introduce each other. So um I'm gonna tell everyone a little bit about you, if that's all right.
0: Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Cool.
1: All right, so I'd like to introduce my co-host Brandy Healy, uh, whose mother has two kids. I'm gonna say nine and thirteen. Yes. And you live in Southern California. Um so those not in America think like the OC, and that's that's her life
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that.
1: <laughs> and that's probably showing my how old I am as well. If I talk about the OC, yeah, and that I mean. is
0: also that is also my era. Um, yeah. fun fact about the OC you know, my my background, which we'll talk about at another point in time is in the fashion industry. And one of the accounts that I had when I worked at a store on Melrose during that era was the wow. stylist for the old OC. <laughs> so all the jeans that you would see Misha Barton wear, I sold to them. What?
1: You friends that are Well, I designers, but still like, that, that would have like sold a lot of jeans. It uh, did. <laughs> I did actually have down here that you worked in the retail fashion industry.
0: I did. Um,
1: and that's a good, good point because it nearly, like, you you got seriously burned out on the high constant. I can imagine, like, everything's urgent. You know, you've got that that square when you look at businesses and it's, like, urgent, important, urgent, not important, you know, uh, not urgent, not important, and then it's, like, not urgent, important. And the thing is we never, like, in that last square, we never spent enough time. But right. I can imagine if the industry, in the vacuum industry, just like in the them all hard. out. Urgent. <laughs> yes, in the career,
0: that I spent almost two decades, and we yeah. spent the majority of time in that single quadrant. Absolutely, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. So, I mean, you you did nearly two decades, and then you sort of had enough, and you took some time off and discovered yoga. Um, and ended up doing a 200-hour yoga t- teacher training. Teacher
0: mm-hmm. training—that's
1: the correct way of saying it.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, and and now you are a yoga instructor. Um, you do that. You're a part-time hustler. Have your your part-time <laughs> hustle as a yoga instructor and a human design guide, which is you know part of where this podcast comes from. That we both do human design stuff, and. You still work in retail as well, so you're in that position of juggling these these two worlds of like I've got a job, full time job, uh, but there's also other stuff that really lights my heart up, and I want to work on that too. You're a huge baseball fan. It's the true. Do, the Dodgers, oh, I I your my Dodgers. I love the Dodgers. I love the Dodgers. There are so many baseball teams that, as an Australian, <laughs> I could not tell you anything. <laughs> when I found out there's, like, major leagues and there's, like, like minors, but then there's, like, there's different A's. Is that right as well? There's, like,
0: yeah, double so A. Double A, triple A, single A. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so a, another friend's husband... Uh, was very briefly in the major league. So he was explaining to me, like, the lifestyle of, of someone who wants to become a baseball player. And it's, I mean, I'm getting sidetracked here, but it's um, pretty incredible, like, the stuff they have to go through.
0: Yeah, you know, the, the baseball season is 162 games. So, you know, and you think about as a professional athlete, like, the endurance that it takes for that. And, you know, here in the States, one of uh, a really popular pitcher, that the Oakland A's have is from Australia, Liam.
1: Yeah, okay, awesome. Liam
0: Hendricks. They call him the Slayer.
1: Yeah, not a lot of sports play. But
0: the Slider, the Slider.
1: <laughs> the Slider.
0: The sli- there you oh, go, that thing.
1: <laughs> oh, you comes. he's a Slider. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah, not many sports are like that year-round. So I've been watching this um, doco on... Irwin- a series on Apple TV Plus called Make or Break, which is about surfers. Mm-hmm. And again, like their pro season pretty much runs like the whole year and then it just starts again. So like huge commitment, unlike other sports where you'll pay like three or four months and then you've got an off season. Mm-hmm. These people are having to travel around the world as well.
0: The um, the summer.
1: Often, on the, yeah, to go to the different competitions, often, you know, off their own expenses uh and you know they might there might be a couple of comps in one country but they'll be like a month apart so it's like you know do you do you then go home and deal with all the jet lag and stuff again or do you stay in the country uh and it seems like oh yeah what a wonderful lifestyle but you can imagine like having a family and stuff like that like it'd be hard work uh anyway got sidetracked again uh the other thing, that's I a, one thing down, that,
0: yeah, one thing you'll realize about us is we can go on a tangent about, <laughs> so bear with us. <laughs> that's good. That's good.
1: <laughs> I feel like when I listen to podcasts, I mean, as long as it's like not too far off the track, I, you know, I enjoy, that's why I'm listening to the podcast. Cause I want to like know about the people as well and what they're interested in. Uh, so the other thing I, I, I wrote down about you just because it's unique to me is your like Mexican American heritage, um, that you spoke Spanish before you spoke English, which um, it's just really cool because I always yeah. have wanted to learn Spanish.
0: Well, come to Southern California, and
1: it's. good <laughs> 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 a- <laughs> yeah, speak English yeah. to me.
0: <laughs> come on over to my house. My mom <laughs> will speak to you in nothing but Spanish, and you know all I know and-
1: is like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, that's uh, that's a
0: good starting point for sure
1: there was a place i used to go in portland called Porque, porquedo, porquedo i'm I'm butchering that accent, so.
0: that means a little bit uh
1: i think like a bit more Bel- or, or why Mito. not or why not Porque no. yeah there we go yeah see i was butchering the accent so. and i'm like recovering from this cold so it's like it's making me extra nasally so yeah yeah i do remember looking up what it meant um i do and i do really mix I mean, it's like Mexican American food. I'm sure it's not Mexican food in this pure, pure state. Although I, I watched a food doco where they like went to the markets in Mexico city and they were looking at all of the different, how different cultures have influenced, um, Mexican food. So.
0: Yeah, because okay. everybody tried to colonize them. So there's a lot different
1: mates and things.
0: Yep, a lot of Spanish influence, a lot of French influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see it in the architecture of Mexico City as well, and you know, in terms of the food, it really depends on what region of the country that you're from that really distinguishes the food, but. Uh, my family's from Michoacan and pretty much any time I tell people that's where my family's from, if they know Mexico, the first thing that comes out of their mouth, they're like, oh, the food. Michoacan <laughs> is where carnitas were invented. Oh, and you know, oh, yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Enough said, right? Enough I've said. had
1: carnitas and I do have made them like, I mean,
0: <laughs> probably not
1: the <laughs> real thing, but I've made a version of them at home <laughs> and yeah. Delicious. Love it. Um, Amazing. All right. So that's what I had. Did I miss anything on you?
0: I mean, there's plenty, but you know, we've got time here. We've got <laughs> <or> more episodes up to come, but thank you. That was kind of fun to to get that little little rundown. Um, so I'll introduce you now. This is my co-host, Kyle Wood. And Kyle lives with his wife and two little girls that are at this time at this point in time four and one years old so very little so we're you know in different phases of our our parenting journey here but what's interesting i think we've both been with our partners around the same amount of time
1: yeah yeah because what uh, 13 years at this time yeah since 2009.
0: yeah so i think we started dating in 2007 so, yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. So, you know, pretty long relationships and then, you know, at different kind of phases. Kyle's got the littles and in our house, we're heading into into tween territory, yeah. uh, in tween and teen territory. But, um, you know, Kyle is an online entrepreneur and business coach for fitness professionals and he was an early adopter of the online business so you've been in business now for what 11 years
1: yeah uh, well, i started dabbling in that that same year 2009 wait no yeah so it was 2008 is how long i've been with my wife um yeah so 2009 was when i started yeah dabbling with the online stuff and i remember at the time being like oh i'm late to the party on this <laughs> Had no idea, you know how it would go to now, like the sort of creator economy they talk about, where where everyone is creating content all the time, and it's just like a normal part of life.
0: And so, you know, similar to my story, you were in kind of a high pressure corporate environment that you know maybe didn't really suit you, and this entrepreneurial lifestyle seemed much more appealing uh in yeah. contrast to kind of the environment that you were in kind of in the tech world right
1: yeah i, I had a, a taste of it so i was in engineering and i like to say i, I just pretty much i just fast forwarded my midlife crisis i didn't have my midlife crisis at 40. i had it at 21. Oh. Um, <laughs> pretty much i went through this like existential crisis then and so uh, sort of started looking for another way to, to live life and do things then,
0: Which is awesome. So, you know, it's interesting because just like in kind of our parenting journeys, we're kind of in, in reverse roles in terms of our entrepreneurial ship journeys as well. So mm-hmm. Kyle is like the seasoned online business vet and kind of transitioning a bit and adding, adding to his current business by now starting to do business coaching, one-to-one and in small, smaller groups for business professionals, really helping them use their human design in their business in the same way that he has found it to work for him, which is awesome. And, you know, I'm kind of at the, the baby stage of, of my entrepreneurial journey. So it's nice to be able to kind of counterbalance each other in these different parts of our lives together here, which is super fun. Um, another fun fact about you that you just told me earlier before we started recruiting, and I did not know this, is that you're a serial podcaster and this is your four and a half <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. yes. It's my first. So again, happy to be with somebody that knows the ropes in this department. <laughs> So, you know, if you look up Kyle Wood, you might find a couple other ones, but well-designed is the one that you want to listen to. That's
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a new, a new chapter for me, as you said, uh, because mm-hmm. it, it's even, you know, even though you've been doing something a long time when you have uh, this, uh, coach reflect this back to me the other day, when you find something that you want to be all in on, it's still incredibly vulnerable feeling pursuing that and telling the world, Hey, this is what I'm doing now. And Mm -hmm. so even though I've got this experience with online stuff and it's like, you know, I can look at maybe like the tech technical aspects of, you know, building a website or things like that. And that doesn't bother me still putting out into the world. This is something I'm passionate about. Um, And this is something I want to help people with. It's still like super scary. So I'm glad we're here and that we're stepping into this scariness.
0: Yeah. It it feels less scary not doing it by yourself, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I think the other thing that I think is, you know, really fun about you and people that follow you on Instagram might have seen, you know, you did a post on this around, you know, kind of these, Contradicting parts of yourself, where it's like there's very practical, you know, father provider, and at the same time, kind of have this crunchy granola, (laughs) cow drinking, yeah, yeah, design, you know, oracle card pulling part of you. Yeah,
1: yeah, I just got. I was just looking at them. It's just in front of me, and it's like you look at my bookshelf. It's like, yeah, Brene Brown, but then there'll be like Seth Godin uh, then there'll be a Tasha silver. Are you familiar with her stuff? Um, outrageous openness, like it's a great book. So yeah, so there's this, this side of me that I've been using to fuel my mindset, especially around business stuff for a long time. And then learning about human design was like another permission slip to be like, Oh yeah, that is actually something that's really helpful. Can be really helpful to me rather than just staying in that, like really, up in my head, strategic business sense, it can be really helpful for me to find ways to like, tap into my feelings and um, my body too, which we'll get into.
0: And I think that that's, you know, kind of a perfect pivot into why we're doing this. And I think that, you know, both of us found human design around a similar time and we can kind of, we'll talk through, you know, our discovery process in later episodes, but I think you know, for both of us coming together, you know, we're both entrepreneurs in the wellness space and really trying to lean into our design to create these businesses and these lives and, you know, professionally and personally that feel in alignment for us. We've both been in experiences where we were definitely out of alignment that left us feeling really burnt out and like things were off and, you know, as you just said, like human design was such a permission slip for both of us to really recognize like things about ourselves that we always innately knew to be true, but maybe made ourselves wrong for.
1: Yeah. 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 The last 12 months in particular, what's got me excited about this tool is just, yeah, those steps from really feeling, you know, especially like post uh, you know, as we're recording this t- 2023, so especially it's like post-COVID, um, I definitely didn't have like a retirement from work or anything like what happened to some people. But I had a, you know, a sense of like burnout because it was such mm-hmm. like an ongoing stressful thing. He, just, just just the constant information and in your face and, you know, all the rest of it, uncertainty, all that. There
0: was crap. no hiding from it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was so no worry. Was,
1: so yeah, post that feeling down on my business, feeling unsure about like the work I was doing and human design has really helped me yeah, create more alignment over the last year to be doing more of the work that I really want to be doing. Uh, and I've tried lots of things over that year. So I've been learning about human design, but, you know, also like tried working with Uh, some coaches and like business strategists and stuff like that and didn't really get anywhere through those routes and so it's really been that like coming back to myself learning to trust my own inner authority um, that's starting to see this like sense of success on the other side.
0: I think for both of us you know even in my career in the retail space like I've spent my you know my career, developing people to reach their business goals and their personal goals or professional goals. And so now stepping into this entrepreneurial space of leveraging human design, it's what I've always been doing just with a different lens. And I think, you know, similar to what you do with fitness professionals and have done it's just using this as an additional tool in our tool belt to support people. you know, to find a way that works for them that might not be the way that you do it or the way that Mm -hmm. I do it. And so what's been really fun in working together is, you know, being able to have these conversations of how we are integrating our designs into our lives. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to, as we experiment with that, you know, kind of how it starts to unfold and how it changes, and how it yeah. evolves as, you know, we evolve and as our businesses evolve as well.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be really fun for people to follow along with as we continue implementing this stuff as well. Um, the, the other note I had down here was around helping people become full-blown themselves so like mm. <laughs> so really like feel that sense of like oh i can show up with a sense of like integrity and feel like i'm being myself um and have, have that confidence around that as well like learning what to say yes to and what to say no to can be so empowering having been you know forward to doing what would be 14 years this year of being in the online space just seeing how things have changed there as well there's been this shift from when i got started there were some great leaders in the online space who were like you know this is um this is what i'm doing this is this is why i think it works for me and you know maybe you can like think about it and See how maybe you can take some of what I'm doing and apply it to your own business. So it, it was a lot of invitations around like, here's an experiment you can try, whether it's in your business or uh, your work or whatever it is. Uh, and then sort of go away and think about it and reflect on it, whether it's something you should continue doing or stop doing. Whereas now there's one, there's like a bazillion more experts out there.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) And the message is less, here's how the, I'm going to help you kind of work out what the best way for you to do things is the message is, this is the best way I've worked out the best way. Don't think for yourself, just do what I tell you to do. And that's so disappointing to me because all that's going to create is a bunch of businesses that are exactly the same. And what really excites me, especially that we're in like this creator economy where it is so much easier to make a living, you know, marketing through online and things like that is to have unique businesses. Like, like your business should be a reflection of like your uniqueness. You shouldn't be trying to create. A business that looks like someone else's you should be trying to create the thing the one that
0: looks right. like you exactly
1: exactly and that's what's going to lead to success and that's actually for a lot of these people out there who are like do it my way their success has been because they spent time working out what worked for them what worked for them um but you won't necessarily have success by doing that so that's that's another goal for this podcast that i'd really love it's like helping you work out what that success looks like to you and um how you can show up in your like most unique self um so that you can you can find that success and and feel good about it too
0: i'm excited for us to continue to not only have conversations just about our own businesses but you know in future episodes as we bring on guests to talk about how they're embodying their design in their businesses and how that shows up really different from them so I know we've had some conversations of, you know, people that we'd like to have on that are in, you know, all different avenues, of um, the wellness space and, you know, have really varied, you know, different types of designs. And it's so cool to see how unique each of their businesses are to them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of which we'll do, we'll do a quick, quick rating of a rating I did on the weekend. <laughs> So, so yeah, so maybe this is a good example of like what human design is. So I, uh, was watching the surfing documentary that I mentioned earlier and a big part of surfing is Kelly Slater because he's like 50, he's 50 and he's still complete competing against like guys who are like less than half of his age. And, um, I was, you know, I was so interested. We're listening to him talk and he was talking about like how all of his opportunities have come through like surfing. Uh, and then there's a, there's another documentary out there. It's called, um, uh, something generation, which is like kind of reflected on this group of surfers who grew up in Hawaii, like trained in Hawaii and sort of came Mm -hmm. up together. And they are talking about Kelly's journey from being this just like ultra competitive guy, just like ruthless. Every everyone hated him because cause he was just like a terrible.
0: Because no like the Michael shit. Jordan of surfing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then um, you know, he had this like massive transformation and he like came and made up with the like friends and things like that and just like really changed in who he is. You know, now he's got a company that's like does all this like you know, fashion. It does all um but all the products, like kind of like Patagonia, like, you know, all Responsibly sourced and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I looked him up and I was like, so Kelly's definitely a generator or a manifesting generator because of like the energy.
0: Um, right.
1: So he's a manifesting generator.
0: Can you have a six in his profile?
1: He's a 4 6.
0: I knew it. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> right. As I was listening. So, so six lines tend to have a pretty like intense. For those who are new here to human design, pretty intense, like first 30 years of their life and and tend to engage a lot of high risk activities. And if you look at some of the waves and things he was surfing back then, like, yes. <laughs> um, and so yeah. then from like 30 on, there's like more of a process of integrating all of this like experience they've had. And then from fifty, which is so interesting that he's like just turning fifteen, he's looking to pull back from competitive life. That's when they really step into being like this sort of mentor role so yeah i thought that was really interesting too and then also when he was talking about like the connections he's made through surfing have led to all of his connections because that's a big part of the floor for in your, your chat um and i believe so fun. i always love stuff, looking yeah. up
0: i always love love looking up the designs of people i find yeah and seeing like how that plays out so you know we're really looking forward to you. You know, in probably some of these near future episodes, digging into a little bit about Kyle's design, digging into mine, talking about our designs collectively (laughs) and how, you know, that operates like a partnership.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And then, you know, talking to some other folks about how they live it too.
1: Yeah, I'm excited too. Me too. Thank you, Brandy. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being my partner in this.
0: Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for asking me. (laughs)
1: hello thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast well designed if you really enjoyed this podcast episode here are a couple of things you could do to help us out one you can share this with a friend or a colleague who you think could really benefit from what we've talked about Two, if there's any way you can give us any love can you rate the podcast can you give us a thumbs up whatever you can do that just helps us reach more people and finally if you want to connect with us and stay in tune with us make sure you subscribe in your app we are at well hd on all the different social media platforms so you can find us there too thank you again and we'll be back soon with the next episode